The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Eamon Ryan's claim earlier in the week that free public transport wouldn't significantly reduce a car usage has been supported, it was much derided, but it has now been supported by the National Transport Authority. They have published the findings of an independent report that concluded making public transport free would only reduce private car journeys by about 1%. Geraldine Herbert is a motoring editor with the Sunday Independent. Uh, Geraldine, what more can you tell us about what the NTA have said? Okay, well, basically what they're saying echoes what most of the research across Europe um, also states. And it's, it's the idea that if you, obviously, if you introduce free public transport, it does increase the number of people using it. But the problem is the research backs up that when fares are removed, it's only a small number of people who previously travelled by car make the switch. So overwhelmingly, the new passenger numbers come from people who might have walked cycled are not travelled otherwise. So therefore, it's a huge amount, in our case, it's a huge amount of money to invest in very little return if it's reducing car usage in what we want. And also reducing active travel is not ideal. Okay, so on the face of it, it looks like it's successful because capacity goes through the roof. Mm. But that's coming from, as you say, walkers and cyclists. You still have all the problems of congestion. Yeah, so that really is the problem. And I mean, if you're going to spend, and I think the figure is 540 million to, um, for free transport in, free public transport in Ireland, you could spend that much more wisely. And I would have thought reduce car usage by more than one or two percent. So I think it's a matter of looking at the resources we have and deciding what's the best way of spending it. Uh, it's interesting. We spoke to somebody from Germany earlier in the week about their now 49 euro uh, public transport ticket it had been a 9 euro experiment last year uh, and he acknowledged pretty much the same thing he said yeah there was, there was great take up but a lot of it was just kind of weekend day tripping where people might not have done anything anyway again it was kind of extra journeys is what they were using it for people didn't really get out of their cars to go on yeah, the trains so and the buses. People who use public transport use it more. And I think actually the figure overall in Germany was 3% of people switched from their car to, uh, to public transport. But I, I, I reckon, you know, public transport in Germany is far better than it is in Ireland. So that the NTA are looking at just, a, you know, a 1% difference in Ireland. So what are, if, if cost then is not the barrier to getting people out of their cars into public transport, what is? Well, there's huge amount of issues around it. There's capacity, obviously, is a big thing. There's, you know, people want frequent, reliable, quality public transport. They also, there are places where the routes that they want are just not available. But I also think safety is a big issue, um, Kieran. If you remember back to 2020, the report Travelling in a Woman's Shoes um, found that like ha- more than half of the women um, who were surveyed would not use public transport at night for, you know, for their safety fears. Now, basic improvements could be made to train stations and bus shelters to make them safe you know visible places with decent lighting cctv but also we need people on the ground you know security staff on trains and buses would be a big improvement and at railway stations particularly at night so i think if we were going to spend that sort of money apart from improving public transport overall but improve the safety as well and the quality of it for everyone yeah, it's interesting. We were talking about taxis and the lack of taxis in the last hour as well, kind of a related issue. And it was safety. Uh, it was the number one issue. Taxi drivers not feeling safe and then punters not feeling safe when they can't get a taxi uh, as well. So safety in the public realm, kind of the, 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 the common denominator across both discussions. Paddy Cummins is with us as well, Geraldine, Head of Communications at AA Ireland. Paddy, am, am I right in thinking, despite you know what the NTA say, you, you would like to see free public transport trialled? 
Yeah, Kieran. I mean, we we did call for that during the week, but we're not calling for free public transport. It's it's a different thing. Okay. It's really just about testing a behavioural change. We are looking for really, I suppose, a social experiment for people to give public transport a go. Mostly the people who who just can't be bothered or haven't haven't tried it in a while. And you know, the the thinking is that look, if we at least incentivize it for a flagged period, be it a week or longer, at a very busy time, maybe in September, and said to people, look, this week it's free, give it a go and see if the options are there. Now, we've already had a great societal experiment called COVID-19 where we worked from home. And during COVID-19, NOx levels were reduced by, in some cases, 50%. So it's a case of let's all try public transport. It'll highlight the areas that it works in, and it'll also highlight the areas that need more care and attention. And what do you suspect those areas are? The areas that well, we know more for care sure. and yeah, encourage long-term people to use it. Yeah, we know for sure. I mean, look, 71% of all trips are taken by car nationally, um, but that figure in Dublin is, is a lot less. Car usage is 29% less in Dublin City. And, and it's, it's, you know, and that also kind of makes you wonder about the statistics about, um, you know, whether more people would, would use it if it was free. Now, again, we don't think it should be free, but I, you know, I think everyone acknowledges at all sides of the debate, public transport needs to improve. And, and, you know, we, we agree with that as well. And, and I suppose the point we were making is, look, we know that there are, are going to be more sticks coming and eventually further down the line, there'll be increased ta- taxation. And at some stage, there may even be congestion charges. However, I think everyone agrees none of that can really happen until we have an adequate, fair, and as Geraldine pointed out, rightly, they're safe public transport mm. network that uh, before we start using more taxes. Geraldine, uh, uh, I mean, the NDA as well in, 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 in the report today, they acknowledge that, you know, that there is something to be said for the stick and to make, you know, the use of private cars more expensive. I guess the problem for the government, and it's a problem we discussed on this show a little bit earlier in the week with Paddy, amongst others, is that unlike Germany, and you touched on this, uh, we don't have the network uh, so, you know, you introduce the stick and when people don't have another option, the anger then is just simply directed at the person wielding the stick. Yeah, I, I think that, that there's huge amounts of issues with the transport system at the moment. Apart from the capacity, the frequency, it's not properly integrated. It needs a massive investment. I think also it's way too early to even have a trial for free public transport because I think you would run the risk of people who haven't been on public transport in years trying it out and thinking, do you know what, it's even worse than I remembered. That's how bad it is at the moment. It's really not fit for purpose. And I do think as we go you know, towards the stick and trying to get people out of their cars, if we look at somewhere like London, you know, there, the introduction of the congestion charge there was just one of a series of things they did and about, you know, in terms of an integrated approach to improving public transport. So they, you know, they, they had additional rail capacity and bus capacity. And even the day the congestion charge was introduced, they put 300 new buses into service. So that's the kind of thing, you know, it, it has to be that we're moving towards a situation where we're going to reduce car usage, but we have to get public transport and the capacity and we, you know, the frequency up to a certain standard before we can even consider that or before we can even consider any trials of enticing people onto it. 
Geraldine Herbert, motoring editor with the Sunday Independent and Paddy Cummins, head of communications at AA Ireland. Thank you both uh, very much for joining me. Amanda on 087-1400-106 says, I'd love it if the monthly pass on my Leap card actually saved me money. Instead, I have to use the bus a minimum of four and a half days a week to make the monthly pass worth the money compared to just topping it up as I use it. And with hybrid working or the occasional walk home in good weather, it's not worth it. If the monthly pass was cheaper, I'd take the bus everywhere all the time. This listener says, since I moved 30 kilometres outside of Galway City to Loch Ray, I don't have the option of getting any public transport at all. There are two private bus companies, but the last bus from the city to Loch Ray is at 6.30pm. Bus Aaron pulled out of Loch Ray, which is a big commuter town, during the pandemic. So, of course, the findings are that free public transport would hardly impact at all on car driver figures. This is because there are very few bus services around the country. Our public transport is appalling. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.